Hey, you know, we've been unwrapping um, Christmas with Isaiah this year, and um, we've been looking at some of his Christmas poems, um, and been looking at how Isaiah framed Christmas. I mean, obviously, he didn't call them Christmas poems to him. He didn't even know what the word Christmas meant, and uh, it was something that we weren't going to do. But what he was doing, he was foreseeing and foretelling in his poems the reality of what Christmas was going to come. And in fact, it's really, it's his poems, it's his writings that many of our Christmas carols and cards, that's the theme that we get. And so today, I just want to quickly look at one more of those Isaiah Christmas poems. And maybe it's the best, it's certainly the clearest and the most explicit. And this poem speaks about a child being born. It's really the Prince of Peace poem, and we find it in Isaiah chapter 9. Hey, by the way, look at our Christmas tree that the lady's done today. Isn't that beautiful? It's awesome, eh? The people who have walked in darkness have seen a great light. This is Isaiah chapter 9. They, those who dwelt in the land of the shadow of death, upon them a light has shined. They have multiplied the nation and increased its joy. They rejoice before you according to the joy of harvest, as men rejoice when they divide the spoil. For you have broken the yoke of his burden and the staff of his shoulder, the rod of his oppressor as the day of Midian. For every warrior's sandal from the noisy battle and the garments rolled in blood will be used for burning uh, and the fuel of fire. For unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulder and his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end. Upon the throne of David and over his kingdom, and ordered and established it with judgment and justice. From that time forward, even forevermore, the zeal of the Lord of the host will perform this. You know, as we head into Christmas today, I want to I want to declare a government of peace and goodwill. You know, you've got to keep in mind that 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 Isaiah wrote this the seven hundred years before the birth of Jesus. And this poem begins with describing Galilee as a land of doom and gloom. Nevertheless, the gloom will not be upon her who is distressed, as when at first he highly esteemed the land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali, and afterwards more heavily oppressed her by the way of the sea beyond the Jordan, the Galilee of the Gentiles. You see, because of where it was located, Galilee, although we think of it as different in the New Testament time, was actually in the Old Testament time a place of war. And it's recorded in the annuals of history that Galilee and that surrounding provinces were the location of many bloody battles. And Isaiah describes it as a place of gloom where its people are distressed and the whole place is, is lightly esteemed. It was, wasn't worthwhile. In other words, no one wanted to live there. But Isaiah continues and he says, listen, people of Galilee, take heart because in the future, this land is going to see a great light. Instead of doom and gloom, the people are going to have great joy. There will be an abundance of joy. War will cease and the bloodstained garments of the battle will simply become a relic. Doesn't it sound awesome? And how is this going to happen? What's going to bring about a change? Well, Isaiah tells us what's going to make it right is this. For unto us, a child is born. Unto us a son is given. And the government will be upon his shoulders. And his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace there will be no end. You see, so that's it. It's at birth. The birth of a child is a focus for us today. 
I mean, I just love it. You know, I want to read it again. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulders, and his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end. I love that first expression, for unto us a child is born. But listen to this, unto us a son is given. You see, a child is born, but the son was given to us. Jesus. Jesus was given. So you have Isaiah talking about this incredible time when there's going to be this birth of this person that's just going to change all the circumstances. And when does that happen? We move to Bethlehem 700 years later, just outside Bethlehem. There's shepherds keeping watch over their sheep, their flock during the night. I mean, they were the first ones to know about this this birth, about this child that Isaiah foretold. How did they know? Because the angels came that night in the field near Bethlehem. There were shepherds watching over the flocks. And suddenly an angel of the Lord appeared in radiant splendor before them, lighting up the field with the blazing glory of God. And the shepherds were terrified. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid. I will bring you good news that will cause great joy for all people. Today in the town of David, a saviour has been born to you and he is the Messiah of the Lord. And I love this bit. Then Then all at once... A vast number of glorious angels appeared, the very armies of heaven, and they all praised God, singing glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace and goodwill towards men. You know, I mean, I just love that verse right there. I love that verse, glory to God in the highest. I mean, you know, do you get that? It's, it's like the angels can't contain themselves. I mean, here's this reality that heaven is breaking into earth and the angels are just overwhelmed and they just explode. They just explode out onto it because of this amazing and glorious event. They explode into the natural, natural realm. You see, with the birth of Jesus Christ, the world is given a new government. Do you realize that? It wasn't just about personal salvation. We have a new government. It's the government of heaven. It's the government of peace and goodwill. And this government of, of goodwill and peace has come to earth. It has come because the Prince of Peace has been born. And now he's been enthroned. And the government is on his shoulders. Now you might say, yeah, that all sounds good and well. But listen, I can't wait. That all sounds good and dandy, Trent, talking about this stuff. But I can't wait for the government of peace and, and goodwill to be here, to be on this earth. Well, let me tell you this. Don't. Don't wait. Don't wait for it. Believe it. Believe it and step into it right now. Say, this is my government. This is the government that I'm going to live under. You can do that right now. But then, of course, you might say, well, hang on a minute. That all sounds great. But, but can we do it? Can we actually live like that? I mean, you know, can we actually live like we not only sing the lyrics of the Christmas carols, but we actually believe them? Come on, the world is so full of evil and war, and and, and how can we respond to that? I want to tell you that we can. You know what? People are doing it all the time. And sometimes they do it in really unusual ways. 
And this afternoon, I want to share a story of how that happened in an incredible way. It was 1914. Europe was being torn apart with World War I. And on the Western Front, there was a great battle. The British and the French troops were allied against the German army. And they were caught up in the hell that was trench warfare. It had taken countless lives. And it was really the introduction to modern warfare to the world. 100,000 British troops, French troops and German troops were, were in the trenches for Christmas. It was shivering cold. They were hank, hunkered down in their, their trenches. The, the bloody hell was sweeping all of Europe. And it was December 24th. And I want to show you a clip from a movie called J. Noel. It's filmed in, in German, French and English. Well, kind of English, it's Scottish people talking, so. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but there are subtitles, even for the Scottish. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> and the very first, you know, not that we're going to see this, but when the very first scene of the movie starts, it shows a, a, a German schoolboy, a French schoolboy, and an English schoolboy in their respective schools. And each one are talking about how much terror the enemy is and how they must be killed, not only defeated, but they must be killed and beaten and basically wiped from the face of the earth. They speak of the terror of the enemy and how, how the country must go to war. They must kill and, they, and how it's going to do. And so the movie unpacks and it gets to this place, Christmas Eve 1914. So it's a little bit, it's about 10 minutes, but I want you to really watch it and grip you. Thanks if you could put that on. Oh, hang on, it's me. <laughs> Can you just stop the video? Cheers. You know, that, that actually happened. And in fact, the very next day, Christmas Day 1914, not only did they join together, they actually took communion together. And they would even play a game of soccer against each other. And... Uh, Maybe we should settle a few events in the world of a game of soccer, I don't know. But it's uh, such a moving story. It's actually told through the, as I say, John, John uh, I don't know how to pronounce it. <laughs> how do I pronounce it, Roger? Joyeur Noel. Joyeur Noel. Funny enough, if you can actually find the whole movie free on the, on the internet, if you do a search, uh, Mary TV showed it in 19, uh, 2014. And it's a great movie. The picture there on the... Left is a, a cross on the field where that happened. And there's some of the soldiers and there was a statue to commemorate it. Um, it was quite incredible that, you know, the soldiers came out of their, their, their trenches. They had common songs and they sang together and then they took communion together. They were living under God's government of peace and goodwill. They had seen through the, the broken standard of the world. And in that moment, they were no longer under French government or English government or German government, but they were under the government of heaven and bought peace. And, you know, some of the officers to get into trouble for it. The, the, Russia, the German there, he lost his Iron Cross. Um, and an interesting, there's more information about it from the German side and the French side. The British really tried to cover it up. Um, how did the Christmas truce happen? By singing Christmas carols and then actually believing the words they sang. You know, Zechariah, the father of John the Baptist, prophesied about the coming Messiah that was immediate. 
And he said that Jesus would shine into the darkness and into the shadow of death to guide our feet in the path of peace. You see, the power and the promise of the incarnation is, is not given to us in some future event. It's not about being a thousand years away. And neither is it for, for, for us to try to make it happen through political power or through people or through anything else. You see, the presence, the power of heaven comes because God became man. He came to earth. He experienced the fullness of humanity. And he didn't just appear as a man born as a helpless baby to live and, 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 and to just show what God was like, but he also came to show what we should live our lives like. He lived. He was a baby. He grew up. He grew up. He lived as a man in and, and Roman occupied Israel, one of the worst times of history, and he died. Jesus was Emmanuel, God with us, so that we might have a new way of being human. We don't need to be, be encapsulated or, or held prisoner by the ways of the world. We can break out of it. He came that he might lead us beyond the ways of death in the right, resurrection and life. And my challenge for each one of us as we go into this next year is let's take the things that we've been hearing about as we've been unwrapping Christmas together. Let's begin to live like citizens of God's government and carry out his peace. And let's change the world through the power and the presence of Emmanuel, God with us. Let's stand, shall we, and sing to him. <laughs>